Dash of Moonlight. And why just the Dash of Moonlight, you ask? That's because tonight, Jason Doring joins us. Jason played Logan Eccles in Veronica Mars and Joseph Costin in Moonlight. As you all know, Moonlight is the reason we created the DRO. Welcome, Jason. Cool. Thank you very much. And uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody, uh, especially all the girls out there. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you too, Jason. Cool. Thank you very much. So thanks for having me on the show, guys. I read some of your questions, and uh, I would love to answer them and uh, you know, as many as we can get through in our set amount of time. And, uh, again, just thanks for having me. Well, we're glad you're able to Yeah, totally. Um, how many people are listening, just so I know? Uh, well, there's 25 in the chat room, and there's about seven on the phone line. Oh, beautiful. Awesome. Cool. So, um, yeah, are there any questions? I'm not exactly, I'm sorry, I don't know how exactly to do it, you know? Well, Ashley and Lisa will start asking the questions, and you just give your best answers. Oh, my best ones, huh? All right, let's do it. All right. Logan is such a multifaceted character. On the surface, coming off as very sarcastic and arrogant, all while masking a large amount of pain underneath. Was it difficult for you to play such a complex character? Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't as much difficult as, um, I guess, challenging. When the audition first came up, there was one scene in it that was probably more intense than almost anything in the show where, like, you know, your father's burning you with a cigarette lighter or something like that. And that was one of the audition scenes that didn't actually make it to the final um, screen or whatever. And once I kind of had that aspect of the guy, it was easy because I had sort of already created, you know, the idea of what my relationship to my dad was. So when that stuff came up, it was kind of already, it had already been worked out, I guess in my own mind, and um, it was just a pleasure, I guess, to, to play with that, and I always like trying to, I guess, find find stuff that's interesting, you know what I mean, like that I really think will inspire other people or something like that, you know what I mean, like you get something as, as you're rehearsing and you're like, oh my God, that's very special, you know, and then to show like that little moment, even if it's like, you know, less than a half a second, but you like touch that one little beat and it's like, wow, dude, it's personal, you know, and I think I admire that in other people's work who really look for that, and um, I've always, I was trained sort of to try to find those type of moments, and I'm glad I was, because that's sort of what makes it enjoyable on your car ride home after all that, <laughs> after all that work, you know, it's like, oh, you really got some something special, you know. Yeah, I think that's what all the fans liked about Logan, was that he was complex. You could tell it was a challenging character to play. Yeah, thank you. And 
Yeah, the writing was, I mean, you can't quite overlook that, you know, because it was just, you know, saying the words to, you know, Francis Capra is just a blast, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so which part of Logan's character is most like you and which part is the least like you? Um, I don't know. I think I like to have fun, you know what I mean? And I think I would have fun in a different way. So I think that that probably answers both. And, you know, I probably wouldn't <laughs> go out with as many women or whatever, those kind of women or you know, that sort of thing, but, you know, just that he has a good time, he enjoys himself. Uh, I love that he's not, he's very carefree and insouciant, you know, like, just doesn't care. You know, he's very, uh, he disagrees with the way, you know, most other people would be. He's a rebel, you know, and I think I'm kind of like that as well. Uh, Jason, there's been a lot of talk about making up a Ronnie from Mars movie at some point. If they were to do a movie, where would you like to see them pick up? Um, in an old person's home? <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, because they were talking about it like years ago, so I don't know, man. Where would we have to pick it up? Uh, first divorce? I don't know. <laughs> it'd be kind of, it'd be, it'd be cool, but I think they'd have to do something probably even outside of college, you know, because, yeah. I don't know, you probably just couldn't play it anymore, but I actually got a chance to see Kristen recently, and uh, it was so cool, man. She's just such a cool girl, and I think um, I was pretty much just, I, I have so much respect for her, and I think on the set, I just admired the hell out of her, and it was just awesome, because it just fit into the role, you know what I mean? I was just like, wow, there's this girl that's like this small little girl with all this dynamic, and, you know, I just... I really loved her for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite behind-the-scenes story from the set? Um, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. I always thought it was funny that Francis couldn't ride a motorcycle, so, you know, we'd always tease him about, you know, he'd always have to sit on the bike after somebody else drove it in. And then he'd take off his helmet and pretend he didn't do like what he, like, like what he was doing, you know. So I was giving him a hard time for that because it was just funny. The way he would put down his helmet and all kinds of stuff, you know, try to throw in little comments to him and whatever. Uh, in season one, Logan was very much driven by his hatred for his father and his free father, Billy. Where did you take that inspiration for his portrayal? Um, I guess just from research of what it would be. I tried to think, like, what it would really be like, you know, like, what would that really be like? Um, and not even, like, the whole story, but just what's that like for a dad to be like that with a with a kid, you know? What does that do to him? And then beyond that, even, like, raise the stakes as the actor, like, you know, even take it beyond that. Like, what, I don't know, you make other personal special things that, you know, your dad never did with you. And then it kind of just sets it up to be more of a, I don't know, you can almost add drama to a character or to a scene just by creating other things that are absent that were so amazing or so, you know, touching between a a dad and a son or, you know, rather than just he doesn't understand him, but, you know, I don't know, I guess what I'm saying is like all the possible understandings that you could have had or that your mom and you had that your dad just didn't 
you didn't have that with him. So it's you can make it bigger, and then and then you, you can make it felt more by yourself, and I think by the people viewing it as well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Right. Actually, yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> There's always like a, a lag for three seconds after I'm done talking. I'm like, hello? Did everybody go away? Cool. Uh, Processing what you're saying. saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're just All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could have planned out where Logan would go after the series and did, where would his path go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Um, I probably have to think about that, actually, to give somewhat of an answer that would be... All right. I mean, I don't know. There was... I don't know. I always say that it would be cool if he... I don't know, got in trouble with, you know, some sort of, you know, like that Irish gang that we were... We had a couple encounters with, and I think the Fitzpatrick gang, and I thought that that would have been a cool thing, you know, if somehow he got involved in that, like, as a role model thing, and then got pulled out of it somehow and was kind of stuck in that. I thought that would have been interesting. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff, but he had gone through so much, you know what I mean? So it would have been, I didn't want any more people to die in his life, that's for sure. Uh, was it just us fans, or did you see similarities between Logan and Joseph's personality? Yeah, totally. I think that's what Joel Silver saw, too, because that's, um, I mean, they're both, like, that very carefree, you know, the way that they view life, devil-may-care sort of thing, and I love those kind of roles, and I had never known that I could do that. Like, I always sort of, like, thought I could just do the nice guy or whatever, and then it was so far out of my reach to try that that, like, I think they asked me to do it one time, and I was like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. Like, there's no way that I can play that goofy of a guy. I think it was actually in a Disney movie that I did that was insane. It was just like, you know, you had to be so out of your head that I, I was terrified, you know. And, and uh, you know, I was I was given the role of one guy, and then they said, do this crazy guy. And I was like, you – and they said they sent me out to the waiting room to do it. And I'm like, I better come up with something, you know. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I thought of a buddy of mine and just the way that he was, and then I kind of put that, and I realized how much fun it is to really be out of your head. And I've kind of almost been getting into, like, sitcoms recently just because it's such a different style, but you've got to be – you've got to have so much fun and not care and be in the present. And mm-hmm. there's just a lot of great qualities that you that you have to do to – to actually pull off a character like that, and you cannot be reserved, really, you know. So I think that was very good with me as an actor and as a as a person, you know, just to get to get out there, you know. It was quite therapeutic and fun. Okay. Thank you for answering that. I appreciate it. Yeah. A wonderful answer. Yeah. Very good one. You guys are great. Well, Jason, you are. You're great. Thank you. Oh, my God. It's not even Valentine's Day yet. you got all these compliments <laughs> on uh, And that takes us straight into our Moonlight questions. Okay, great. Uh, we were not told much about Joseph's backstory beyond his age and his love affair with Sarah. 
Did you right. have a personal take on where Joseph was from and how he became a vampire? Um, yeah, I think we had gotten into that a little bit sort of in the writer's room, but they hadn't, they, they told me that they were going to get into it in the second season, uh, supposing that there was going to be one. And, um, yeah, they did talk exactly about that, about who sired Joseph and what, you know, what, what kind of story that would be. But basically they told me it's a, it was a very, very powerful, um, Messiah, I guess you'd call him or whatever. And uh, I thought that that would have been kind of interesting to follow up on because, I don't know, say you have a scene with him and then all the rituals that kind of go along with that would have made for um, some really interesting stuff. And even looking back on it, I see, like, some of the stuff we did was just so different than a lot of um, other stuff that I've seen with vampire shows, even just in the way that it looked, you know, and I really liked that, and I thought, wow, what an old feel we had, you know, at certain scenes and stuff like that, and when we did do stuff in the past, I thought it was very interesting, and I would have liked to get more into that, you know what I mean, and just to see, I don't know, as far as even another aspect of his character, you know, say a couple hundred years ago, and what he would have been like, the differences and stuff like that, and then coming forward out of there, I don't know, I would have just been more, uh, I would have been very interested to get into more of the character of before and after, and differences along the way, and I mean, it just would have been cool, you know? Yeah, I think we would have liked to have seen that, too. It would have been... Yeah, it would have been awesome. Hopefully, it would have been an evil guy, you know? Maybe had a nice mother, another little cross, you know, crossbreed. Yeah. <laughs> if Moonlight had continued, what direction would you personally have liked to see Joseph's story go? Boy, I think he was kind of coming in for the love life pretty soon. And um, I think there would have been some brutal, I guess, complications with that in, in that the, you know, with the passion and then the disagreements when that hits, you know, a bit later in that relationship, you know, would have just been insane. And like the, you know, tear he would have gone on and destroyed just about everything. It would have been unbelievable and uh, I think there would probably be a great deal of rage to play you know which would have been a blast um, but I guess it was fun enough what well, lasted just me and the Ferrari you know yeah. would you have liked to have seen them make Moonlight into a TV movie yeah that would have been awesome man I think like I don't know, with either Veronica or Moonlight, you know, could have, um, you could come up with a great two hours, you know, that could cap off something or kind of extend and then cap off something or whatever, you know. I think uh, I think both of them had a lot of story and uh, to go, you know. I think um, possibly even Moonlight more than Veronica. And I would have really been interested to see what, what the writers could have done with two more hours, you know, because I think, like, right at the end, we were really catching on, like, with our, I don't know, timing and, like, how everybody was working together and, like, really, I was kind of getting more of a feel of my guy, you know, and just seeing those last four episodes were, like, I was like, wow, this is a good show, man. This is a really good show. Well, you guys were coming into your own. Right I think so, time. too. I think everybody else kind of did, but I finally did, you know, too, which was cool, and maybe... 
that's why all of a sudden thought like I don't know maybe that was the vanity in me going oh this is a good show because I finally did good or something like that you know some of our fans would like to know a little bit more about you, specifically how long you've been acting and have you always wanted to be an actor? Okay, cool. Yeah, i um, been acting since I was eight years old. I got into it because I have twin brothers and twin sisters. I have two sets of twins in my family. They're both identical twins, and um, they use identical twins a lot in younger and when they're young because they can they have strict work regulations with kids and they can only work them three hours a day. So with the twins, they get six hours of work from two two different children, you know. So that's like a very big thing in, you know, the TV and movie industry. So I got into it like that. And I, I don't think I would have ever been an actor had I not got in then. And all of a sudden I kind of decided, well, I guess I'm doing this. I might as well, like, go for it, you know. And that's sort of when I started to really work you know, basically, you know, on more of a consistent basis and then the things leading up to Veronica Mars and then since Veronica Mars, you know, it's kind of just been that, basically that decision to kind of like really do it, you know, and be professional at what I was doing. Are you involved with any charities and are you going to be playing in any celebrity charity golf tournaments this year? Whoa, um, yes. I am involved in some charities, and I think I'm going to play golf in one one tournament this year. Um, the one I've been a part of that is for the BMW Pro Am, uh-huh. and it's Pro Am because I'm the amateur, and then I play with a professional, so we play together as a team. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different charities I have that I, you know, um, one's like a human rights organization that's called CCHR. It stands for Citizens Commission on Human Rights. And it's basically just, you know, abuses on human rights is sort of, I guess, the theme that it deals with. And I think that's a pretty hardcore one. I don't know if you can, there's a little exhibit that they have on the website that you can go through. And it it takes some looking, man, to kind of get through it because it takes sort of a confront of what the situation is. Uh-huh. with what's sort of going on. But, I, you know, I, I like that it's presented in facts, so it's not like opinions or whatever. And um, it's something that's hard to confront, but I think I've sort of been, you know, helping. I've been helping with that, you know, and um, I've done even hosted golf tournaments for them to raise money for, you know, different charity cycles that they've been involved with. Yeah, well, I saw your CSI episode. I thought it was very well done. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. Let's play, play a little golf there, you know. Yeah, it was so like cool. Cause, oh, yeah, because they'd show up and my call time would be at, like, 10, but I wouldn't go on set till like, 2. And, you know, there's all these pro golfers, and they were all, you know, telling me about, you know, like, my swing and, like, how bad it was eventually. But And they would also say, you know, I don't know, they have great jokes, and they were just, they're so cool, you know, just good guys, and they came out and played with us for a couple of days. So it was great. That's cool. Yeah. Have you guys talked to Alex? I have a question for you. Uh, no, not I yet. Haven't. He won't do the VRO yet. He won't? Probably because <laughs> he's, he's, he's too big. He's too much of a big shot. I'm going to have to get on him for that, guys. I'll try to get you yes. an interview. Yes, please. You're, you're the very first one, so that's something you can rub into him. <laughs> All right. I will. Okay. Ladies, we have two more questions, and then we're going to let Jason go. Okay. All right. 
the most uh, obvious question ever. What are you working on right now? And is there anything that we should be looking for soon that you're going to be in? Okay, right on. Yeah, well, it's pilot season right now, so I've been going out. I think I went out almost every day last week, and I have a couple of them that are um, moving forward. So I should have – I'm hoping to have one probably in the next, like, three weeks or whatever. I hope so. And um, I'll definitely let you guys know of that. Um, and I, I'm doing a – like a – there's a, a video – game for Disney that I've been working on for like the last three and a half weeks. Oh, wow. And I guess it's it's really cool because I get like, I, get, I have scenes with like uh, Cinderella and Snow White and uh, Chip and Dale because it's like a Disney, it's, a, it's like a dark Disney video game and it's, um, I guess it sold like 500,000 copies the first week in Japan like a month ago. Oh, my so God. Yeah, it's really a big thing. So, um, but it's been cool because I get to play like a hero, and I'm really learning stuff about acting just from doing the voiceover, which is incredible. Like, I'm like, wow, man, I'm really understanding what that's going to be like, you know, um, with a type of role like that. Just what his morality is like, and just standing up for anybody, and just having one drive, and it's just to do good and to make things go right. And you know, I, uh, I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Wow, it sounds like sounds like you have a lot going on. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll have some more that I can uh, tell you guys about soon. I so appreciate your support, guys. Like, really, just as a side note, thank you so much, because whenever I think about you guys and, like, that people are watching, I work harder, you know, and it makes me um, get inspired to do better work. So thank you, really thank you. Jason, I have one thing I've got to ask real quick. And somebody was asking if you are going to be going to break out uh, farewell in London this year. Oh, I haven't made a decision on that yet. Um, so I don't know if I can I, – I could say one way or the other. Um, I think I'll, tr I'll try to go, obviously. I know there's people there that um, come out, you know, from various countries just for that. So, I mean, I'll definitely take that into consideration and um, – Maybe I'll even bring my pregnant wife by then because she'll be about. Oh, she! Oh, really? Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, we just we found out I think a couple weeks before Christmas, and then we told our families, and uh, she's about three months. And we just two days ago we just went to the. Um, well, we heard the like the heartbeat, like they put it on, and it just went dunk, 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 dunk. So it was so cool. It was just like it's really happening. You know, it's coming to. Uh, it's really becoming apparent to me that it's going to happen, you know, so I'm really excited. I feel like it was so funny because I felt like as soon as I heard the news, like, she was pregnant, I was like, nobody has ever been pregnant before like me. You know what I mean? Like, it was really funny. I was just like, nobody's ever had this happen to them before. Like, it was so, it hit me so hard. I was just like, wow, man, nobody's ever had a child, you know? I'll have to send you a picture. I just became an aunt, so I'll have to send you a picture of me with my nephew. Oh, wow, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about to make a couple ants myself. That'll be good. And Jason, I do have some more pictures to send you from the Star Club, by the way. Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we've kept you for about 25 minutes. <laughs> it's probably time right. that we let you go. And before we do, if you don't mind, could you say... 
This is Jason Doring, and you're listening to the VRO. Yeah, this is Jason Doring, and you're listening to the VRO. Love you. Thank you, Jason. I improvised a little at the end. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. You guys, too. Thank you, Jason, for doing this for us tonight. Okay, you're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Love to me, no crumbs. 